Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Herbal information provided in this podcast is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Today is what's in my teacup. So I have some things to share with you today about what's in my teacup, plus showing you a new antique teacup that I have, because remember, I have come into a, a lot of new antique teacups, a lot of them. And so I'm sharing uh, one every Friday, and also what's in my teacup, plus I'm going to be trying a, a new elderberry oxymel that I made, and tell you some tips that I, um, some tips about how to take care of a cold if you have one, because I'm recovering from one. I'm still like in the middle, not in the middle. I feel like I'm in the end, but I'm still there. So many things to talk about. And I also will be talking about grow your apothecary monthly plant lessons towards the end as well. So first off, let's look at this amazing new pattern of a teacup here. If you're listening on my podcast, because this is going to go on my podcast, come to Full Circle Herbals Facebook page or the YouTube channel, and you can see this pattern. Last time I had one that looks like an echinacea flower, and this one looks like a rose, but not, it looks like a wild rose to me. So I'm showing the um, saucer right now because I think that's like one of the easiest ways to show a pattern is on the saucer because it uh, typically matches the inside of the teacup. That's kind of my favorite antique teacup set is when they match on the outside and the inside and the saucer matches too. So yes, it looks like a wild rose plus some blue flowers and some orangish ones. Um, Yeah, pink in there. So that's it. I just have to say I love the sound of the teacup and the saucer together. I don't know why. I just love that sound. It must have to do with the material. I don't know if these are porcelain. I mean, it's hard to say if they're porcelain or or china or bone china. So those are kind of the things that I'm, I'm learning about antique teacups quite a bit. I do have a set with this one. So here is the beautiful um, creamer pot too, but I'm not showing you the whole thing, but I just wanted to show you those. And then what I'm going to pour into it is this beautiful pink colored tea. And I'll tell you what's in it here. So trying to get you a pretty picture of it. It's just a light colored tea. It's pink in color. And I wanted to put it in this um, glass, in this glass glass, in this clear glass so you could see the color of it. And hopefully it won't spill, but I'm going to pour some into here. And now with the color of the teacup and the color of the pink tea, it is just the most exquisite experience. I don't know what it is about holding a tea saucer, a saucer and the teacup with its beautiful circular handle that just makes me feel so happy. All right, so what's in this beautiful pink concoction, potion, tea, whichever you would want to call it. Um, This is what I've been, one of the things I've been using to help me through this cold of um, runny nose, tiredness, and I had a sore throat for just a little while. One day it felt like it was on fire. 
And so what I put together was pretty simple. And why was it so simple? Well, one thing was, you know, I always have, I have my apothecary. I can see it right in front of me, the jars with all the, the different herbs, dried herbs in there. And I have some tinctures there that are in the jars and some herbal oils, all these things there that I can see right in front of me. And I always think, wow, I'm really, um, I'm really ready for anything that I need. But when I'm sick and I'm standing in front of it, I have to remember that I don't really have the energy or the mental capacity to think about what I need to combine or what I should have in that moment, right? When you have like a sore throat, you have a headache, maybe body aches. I didn't have much for body aches, but, and you know, a cough and all these things happening. It's like, I'm thinking what herb is going to help me with all these things. And it was really overwhelming. And the idea of getting these, um, finding the herbs, bringing them up to my kitchen and mixing them, um, you know, mixing teas, you actually, it gets kind of dusty. Like sometimes I have to wear a mask because it's really, there's like a lot of dry plant material moving in the air and it makes me cough and sneeze and stuff. Um, and then mixing them and then making the tea, like it was, it just felt like too much. And so, I mean, I tell other people to be ready for these situations and I felt like I was ready, but in the moment I really wasn't. So it's important to grow your apothecary up in your home to have all these herbal, um, the herbs, but it's also important to make, put them into a remedy. So either like a salve or a tincture or a tea, um, tea blend that's ready to be made, lozenges, salves, whatever, have it ready um, so that you don't have to make it when you're sick or when somebody in your family is sick, because there's always so much to do, you know, when somebody's not feeling well and you don't want to add on another thing. So it just showed me how I really want to have an herbal tea blend ready for when I'm not feeling well and I want to stay hydrated and I want to add in the medicinal components to it um, and the vitamin C components to it, like have that ready. So what I did do was um, I did have some herbal um, teas already, ones that I had purchased. I had throat coat. And um, the one I showed previously on uh, one of these, what's in my teacups, it was the, the Yogi tea that was for like immune support and stuff. So immune support and stress. And so I was drinking those and my, then my daughter, my first started out with my son, then it was me and then was my, my daughter and I were like sick together. So I was making tea for, for both of us. And I then started to get smarter and make more bulk tea at a time, not just like a cup at a time. So I didn't have to get up and, and get it. So um, yeah, so those are some like important tips to remember when you're sick, try to make like a batch of it at a time. So you're not making like one little tea bag at a time. You can put two tea bags in your tea cup um, and, and make multiple uh, cups of tea at a time. So those are some things I was like, oh yeah, now I remember because, you know, I haven't been, last time I had a cold was uh, months ago, six months ago, probably. So you think you would remember these things over time, but you know, they kind of, if you're not sick all the time, it's kind of, is these tips kind of go away. So I'll tell you what's in this tea here. And so then I was feeling a little bit better and a little bit better. And I started to look up recipes um, uh, for herbal tea mixtures that would be good for, for kind of the symptoms I was having, just a general cold care 
uh, for respiratory to help clear up sinuses, um, sore throat, that kind of thing. And um, I remembered uh, the simple recipe uh, that I had seen. And I was reminded because I saw some extra ginger, fresh ginger in my refrigerator, which I had used um, a few weeks ago to make my fire ciders and my ox mill. And I had some leftover. And so I remembered this recipe where you take fresh ginger, um, lemon juice, and yeah, fresh ginger, lemon juice, and honey. And of course, boiling water, you put them together and you have this nice cold care blend. And I thought, oh, that sounds really refreshing and light. So I made it and um, I liked it. And my daughter liked it too. The honey was really soothing. The ginger adds like this little um, spice or this kind of heat to it. Um, that has its own, um, you know, different properties about it. And you'd think with a sore throat that the extra heat would bother it, but it didn't it didn't really, it kind of like soothed it in a way. And also the lemon, um, the lemon helps kind of bring all the flavors together. I like that. And it's kind of astringent too, to kind of like dry things up a little bit if needed. Um, so yeah, so those are the things, but what I added to that simple recipe was also some Monarda didima. Uh, it's like the, the red slash pink colored Monarda, sometimes called bee balm as well. And um, I added it because it's antimicrobial on all fronts, like vi antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, all those things. So I thought that would be good. But it also has this also has some heat to it as well, like not spiciness, but like a um, diffusive is one of the words that's used. And also um, sometimes when you bring up um, the warmth in your body, you can sweat and sweating helps to push out anything that your body doesn't need and also could help cool me off because I felt a little like warm and uncomfortable. And so I wanted to um, sweat a little bit to get that moving, to get that out. So it does that a little bit uh, and it made this beautiful color. I didn't, um, I, I think I could get a, you know, a darker like red or pink with it, but I I didn't throw a lot in there because I didn't want it to be really harsh or really too warming. So yes, I made a big batch of it. I think I made four cups at a time and I've just been drinking it throughout since I've, since I've made it. And it help it does help to kind of clear up those sinuses a bit too, because that kind of warmth, um, that warmth that it has in it, the dryingness of it. And I also used it for a steam as well to help clear things up. So that's what's in my teacup. Ginger, lemon, honey, and um, Monarda didima. That's how I say that Latin word. And um, yeah, and as much honey as I wanted to, to taste because couldn't smell very well. That means I couldn't taste very well. Uh, so yeah, those are the ones. I'm just checking these comments here. Thank you for saying bee balm. Yeah, it's bee. I mean, bee balm, there's many kinds of bee balm, also called Monarda. And it's also, you know, people will um, use the Latin names or scientific names as well because there's Monarda fistulosa, punctata, and this, the Dima. They can all be used. I would say the purple and the pink um, reddish one can be used interchangeably. So, yes. Somebody's saying they had the same thing there. So that's, I mean, it was really fun to drink because it's this beautiful pink color and I, you know, was drinking it. I wasn't drinking it in 
I did put it in a pretty teacup, but when I was sick, I was just like, I just need any big container I can have to drink this fully up. Uh, and then one other fun thing I'm just drinking today. I've got two th- two more things to share with you. Of course, here's my beautiful cauldron cup that I ordered online from an artist on the West Coast. It's got this beautiful crescent moon that's actually for carrot gold. I was like, okay, that's a little much. Um, I don't need that to be for carrot gold, but it just happened to be it. And it's this huge, it's not a pretty um, dainty little teacup. It is a huge cauldron that I'm drinking um, half calf um, coffee in and some um, hot chocolate because it's Friday. So it's Friday fun day for me to have a little uh, good fun drink. And then, and the other one I was going to show you and try, I happened to have fire cider already made three different kinds. So I was um, trying out some different recipes and I almost forgot that I had this, you know, cause I'm sick and I'm just trying to just feed myself and get the kids uh, fed into school and stuff, get everybody on board. And I was like, Oh yeah, I made that elderberry oxmel. It has ginger, um, elderberry, elecampane root, which is really good for respiratory stuff. Marshmallow root, which is um, soothing rose hips, vitamin C, and then um, some echinacea leaf and sweet cinnamon chips. So I'm trying to show you on the screen how you can see if this stuff has settled on the bottom. This is just extra plant good goodness that is now um, kind of has settled out of the apple cider vinegar. So I'm just going to shake it up before I try, try this. And um, I, like I said in some of my other lives, I have been really trying hard to enjoy apple cider vinegar <laughs> because um, it makes great um, concoctions for herbal things. It's great at preserving. It, it takes out certain nutrients that maybe water doesn't. And it makes these beautiful fire cider um, recipes, this book that I got from Rosemary Gladstar. So I'm like, gosh, I really wish I could enjoy apple cider vinegar. And that's why I have been trying different recipes to see if I can kind of cover up that apple cider vinegar. Um, so here I'm going to try this. I always have a v- very intense body reaction when I finally taste the apple cider vinegar. First, it goes through like the heat of the ginger and um, the tartness of the other things that are in it. And then it comes to the um, apple cider vinegar. Always makes me just like shiver a little bit. So this one is um, got a little heat in it from the ginger, so I can feel that, you know, heat in the back of my throat. But I also taste the elecampane root, and I feel the marshmallow as well because it's kind of mucilaginous a, a bit. So th- those, you know, I've been just taking, try- I think I took the a fire cider, um, like a, tab- a teaspoon or a tablespoon once a day which I could have done much, much more. Um, Then I've been drinking these uh, teas that I've mentioned all day long. And I did fall back on some ibuprofen because I really, um, you know, with all the sinus pressure, it like gave me a really bad headache. And I slept a lot and rested and just tried tried not to do too much. (laughs) Yeah, somebody is saying add more honey. Yeah, I thought about uh, doing that as well. so that's something I could uh, add as well to it. Um, but so far, I, I want to taste the apple cider vinegar just a bit so it might taste, I can, you know, start to get that be palatable and 
you know, usually if you try something long enough, your body will get used to it. So, but yeah, definitely could be adding in more honey. And I made one with grapefruit that I tried, I think, in my last um, What's in My Teacup Live. And that did help kind of um, hide that apple cider vinegar too. So sounds like a nice recipe. I get the same reaction. Yeah. So I, but I have to say these recipes that I've made um, from Rosemary Gladstar's Fire Cider book um, has really helped me think outside the box on fire ciders because fire ciders are usually really hot because uh, usually they have horseradish and cayenne and I did not add either of those because for one they weren't available in our grocery store that I could find um, and I was not looking to have so much heat in mine but if you can make like the traditional fire cider recipe it's quite a, a roller coaster of taste you get sweet tangy hot um, gosh, all of them. Sour, they all come through. So those are all the things I have today. My pinkish, monarda, um, a tea that I've made, um, the elderberry oxymel, and uh, also my my Friday fun drink of half-calf coffee and um, hot chocolate <laughs> together, and I'm drinking it in my cauldron, my huge cauldron. And so those are the things that I have. I will be doing another What's in My Teacup next Friday. I'll show you a different teacup. I have so many patterns. I actually don't really know how many I have because that's how many I came across at this wonderful antique um, auction and got them for a ridiculously low price and I scooped them up and now I have to find room for them all. <laughs> but I'm having fun with them. If you're interested to learn more about herbs, um, and we're going to do Monarda next time, the Grow Your Apothecary Monthly Plant Lessons, is the reg registration is open for that. It's $44 a month, and I'm doing a bonus lesson um, next Sunday. So usually I only do one plant lesson for every time the full moon comes around. We, we meet every Sunday before the full moon or on the Sunday of the full moon. But for this special month, I'm doing a bonus. It's because it, a dark moon lands on a Sunday. And so I'm doing the secret meeting, creating mysterious and curious potions. And so that uh, lesson is all about having fun with plants and mixing up different mysterious and curious potions that you feel comfortable using. And I'm really focusing on things that you actually don't put into your body, but other creative ways to play with herbs so that you get your hands literally on the herbs and play with them like maybe you did as a child when you made little concoctions with nuts and berries outside and pretended to have friends come eat at your restaurant. That's what I was doing anyway. So um, grow your apothecary monthly plant lessons. If you sign up in September, uh, before uh, next Sunday, you'll get that live uh, fun lesson. And you'll also get the replay of the, the one I already did on wild black cherry bark. I already did a plant lesson this, this full moon. And so that one you can get the recording of. And you get all the, when you're part of um, Grow Your Apothecary, you get all of the, the replays when you're um, in the, when you're active when you're paying. Uh, you get the replays, you get the links through email, and you can have those links, you know, as long as they're up on the internet. And so when you stop, if you ever stop um, being and grow your apothecary, you still have access to those to those videos. So um, yeah, we get we do a video for about I do a lesson for about 45 minutes on one um, herb. 
and tell you as much as I can in those four to five minutes about how to grow it, how to add it to your apothecary, how to use it, um, and things like that. So those are uh, some details about Grow Your Apothecary Monthly Plant Lessons, and I'll drop the link uh, in the comments afterwards so you have access to that. Again, it's $44 a month um, to be um, in the Grow Your Apothecary. It's a subscription-like um, setup, so you can join for as long as you would like. And September is um, a bonus lesson, and also you get the replay from the last time if you join in September. So yeah, any questions? Looking here at the comments real quick. Don't see any ones right now. Um, so thank you for joining in this Grow uh, What's in Your Teacup. And I'll be back next week, Friday, 10 a.m. Central, Central Standard Time to do another What's in Your Teacup. You can watch on YouTube. You can watch on Full Circle Herbal's Facebook page. And I'll also be putting some of them up on my podcast called Herbs. It's an acronym, Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit. And you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else that it gets picked up. Um, where they're having other podcasts, but I know they're on iTunes and Spotify. So have a great weekend, everybody, and take care. circleherbals.com and the Facebook page Full Circle Herbals.